to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 156, 156. Sounds right. Sounds right. I love the nose tap from Tom. Okay? <laughs> you <Yeah>. got it. <laughs> uh, presented by Parse Rum. Always presented by Parse Rum. Parse Rum. Rum for whiskey drinker. It's my favorite rum. It's your favorite rum. Hey. I hey. have a rum story. No, before your rum story. No. Your... What do you, what's in my glass? Parse. Parse. Before your rum story, I have a rum story. Uh, so I, we did... Shout out Connects Roasters. We did a little thing at the Hotel Zachary with Meetup from uh, Home Run Club people. And uh, one of the Home Run Club members brought a bottle of Parse for me to sign. I've signed a few bottles of Parse, but it is my most favoritist thing to sign. And I was able to sign a bottle, take a picture with it. It was very cool. I think Tom retweeted it on the the compound. Um, But that's my Parse story for the week. Do you have a Parse story for the week? Me and Zach both got uh, some care packages from Parse this week. I had uh, what what a gentleman Pat is sent me three shirts. One of them he sent me a double X and an XL because he asked what size I was. I said XL and he sent me one of both because he said I've heard they run a little small. I was like I don't know if that's a fat joke, but thank you for sending a double X and an XL. And to be honest, the double XL fit better, so maybe he knows best. <laughs> very he, very generous but he also sent us like two bottles or i sent me i don't know what zach got but he sent me two bottles of each three year eight year and 12 year sipping on some 12 year right now i got a shirt which is sick it's actually uh, a really is, cool polo it is i know mine did run a little small ah what'd you I get know. though what size but you look, look great, honest you look great what size you get i got me usually golf shirts they run they run oh. huge hey. so i got medium just hit some buys and tries and then wear it and yeah. then you'll look you'll look sick um but yeah i mean i was i gave a few bottles out today too you know especially since it's an early with the team a lot of guys don't even know that we have you know parsley at our disposal you know i mean you gotta get the people going i might even drop it in the other dugout but hey guys taking care of the fellows you have to you know got to you know i had i had a few videos they uh they you guys in my team sent me they were pouring a glass tonight and they hey this is for some hits tomorrow you know it's like hey we love that. Scratch mine, you know. Hey, you know. Hey, Zach, congrats on your homer. Thanks. Oh, that was one of my topics. Okay, wait. Before before we start, episode 156, we're going to do a little beep, 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 beep. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Dakota's been writing down topics all week. He's got a long, he's got a laundry list, laundry list of things he wants to talk about. So we're going to do a little 156 hosted by Dakota here. I don't know why I did. I, I think stuff just i feel like a lot of stuff happened this week and i sent texts in our group texts like saying remind me to talk about these things and then like more stuff kept happening so i ended up just making a notes app of it uh one of them was as ian previously mentioned zach refuses to stop hitting home runs just refuses to be fair and zach you will attest to this i don't think ian ever played here columbus if you don't get one in columbus you're not getting one anywhere Really I mean, fair to say it flies yeah, like but I didn't I didn't have any there no was... they weren't cheapies but I'm just oh, no. saying is is that fair to yeah. say that Columbus is one of the correct like, yes it's a hitter's park yes but you had two there yeah the first one was way 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 back, Ooh, way back. Numbers, numbers numbers I don't ha- uh I want to yeah. say like hey. one... yeah, I'll find it I'll find it I'll find it Ian Ian you think Zach doesn't have those numbers I don't I don't keep talking hey, keep talking Zach. I'll find it Hey, back TBT, back to the early days of the compound. No, really, I believe you. 
Yeah. Uh, I think the second one, because they wrote on the board, we have like every Sunday, they have it like printed out like the hardest or most barrels, whatever it was. It was like, Oops. I want to say it was like 103 or 104, but I, I don't know. I don't know anything else. The second one was 103.3 at 23. Yeah. On a, what looks like a 3-2 curveball. Curveball. Pitch of the yeah. Very beautiful. Oh, on off Oviedo. Yeah, God, that was an uncomfortable at bat. That was... He's the one that throws like power sinkers, right? Dude, he was throwing literally 92 to 98, like going each way on the all the way on the right side of the rubber for a righty, and then coming from behind you, like throwing invisibles. Like, and then he kind of and I so the other I faced him the other day. I think I faced him three times. And the other day he tried um flipping in like this rare curveball. It was like 77 miles an hour. And everything else was hard and like moved just a little bit. And then, so I saw it the other day in my second at bat. And then he shook a few times the other day. Um, it was three, two. And he, I don't know, he did something when he was throwing the ball. And I was like, wait, I've seen that before. Literally, like, I remember, like, wait, I've seen that. And then it just hung up just, just enough. Super sick as Zach to go like he was so nasty. He's throwing from behind me, doing yeah, all this stuff. Build him he's up. Throwing, throwing a hunch. And I clipped Save him. <laughs> that's that's a really good way to build yourself up there. I love Save it. it. The numbers also, on Zach. Wait, numbers on the way back. 104 and a half at 31. Yeah. Do you have the distance on that? That's the six pitch. And 508. That, that was a it says 423 on our system here. Yeah, it was huh. cool. right a down little bit of a pimp job, too. I'm watching it right now. That was a good little bit of a pimp job. Did it hit off the building? Almost. Yeah. The concourse like right there. The bottom of the You're wall. bad. You're kind of nasty, huh? Yeah, hold on very quickly. I just want to say, Ian, how about Kelnick against you guys? I know he clipped you guys a couple times. That last one he hit, I was watching that live. That was, I think, the furthest I think I've ever seen a ball hit in person, or at least uh, like when I was watching live. We, we when we um, everyone in the office was going to Statcast, and Statcast didn't have it for like ten minutes, and we were like, it broke Statcast, and then finally it came out. It was four eighty three, and it was truly like four eighty three to dead center. It was unbelievable. Ugh. It was like one. It was like one eleven or one twelve. Never seen. So, Zach, I want to keep talking about how good you are, but, but that's one real quick, Ian. The, Tom the clinic one. That's one where like the outfield doesn't move. Like no one, everyone just kind of like looks up and they're like, yep. Okay, you got I that one. He, I think he's swinging it really well. He was definitely on a heater against us. He just um, hit another one, I think. Today. He hit a he hit an Oppo 107 ball. He hit a pull side ball onto the uh, video board in right field, like Schwarberland, which is pretty impressive. And then he hit that center field ball. The wind was blowing out. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna say like it. It was amazing what he did. The wind was blowing out. I've never seen a ball in land in the second so like at wrigley there's the the bushes in center bushes kind of like uh black windows and mm -hmm. then there's a ledge and then there's tv camera and then there's a second row of bleachers under the scoreboard i've never seen anybody on the second row of bleachers up there no. let me tell you the guys sitting up there also didn't think they were going to catch a ball they were so excited i mean that would have to be the greatest experience of your life a ball getting hit up to you in like the second row of the bleachers that was very much touched. I think they would have liked it to be a cubby ball, but it was very much touched. <laughs> it was yeah, touched. That's true. They would probably prefer that. Tom, can you put in the episode a video of uh, Zach's 104 and a half at 31 homer to left field that he pimped nicely, please? Payoff pitch. 
Curve ball hit high in the air and deep to left field. That's trouble. Roller racing back. He's at the track, and he will watch this one go to the bleachers. Two-run home run for Zach Short. He beats the Clippers again. Beat all of his homers. He has five, by the way, if anyone's keeping track. Ian only at two, falling behind. Yep. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. It was uh, hey, 30. Not worried. Oh, Ian, Ian, you're doing, you're doing plenty great. I need more hits. I need more hits. You got you guys got a good mix with each other going, or you guys got to combine with each other. Ian's getting homers. the knocks, the doubles, singles. Zach's just the big bopper. No, but I, I can't. No, no. I need to find no. green grass out there. You're hitting the ball but, hard. I just looked at your. I was just yeah, I know, your but best. like I'm punching at a ridiculously high and uncomfortable rate. Not a fan. I just don't do it. You I know. know. Uh, friend of the pod, uh, Coach Post, manager Post. Sorry, manager Anthony. Uh, I opposed he of the Toledo Mudheads. He texted me today about the code for Athletic Greens. I know he was he was giving me person. he was giving me shit for it because um, I got the whole box of Parse and he was like, "Where's the Athletic Greens?" And I was like, "Oh, type it in on Google." Did like, you give him the code? Yeah, and I said backslash compound, and then I don't know if he didn't believe me or didn't trust me, and then it he worked. texted texted IH8. Yeah, no he had free, to go to the no he had ads. to go to the El Jefe. He had to go to the boss and say. Get me the hookup. Yeah, no free ads, no free ads. Okay, Dakota, you're the host. You take over. Uh, my next topic, and I just wrote this one down when we came on because I saw Tom's hat, and I'm worried. Where are we at in the Yankees' shambles meter? Are they in trouble? Is this directed to me? Is it my- this is directed to Tom. Tom, I think it's directed Yankees to the hat. guy in the Yankee hat. I can't be sure because I'm not the host tonight, <laughs> but it feels like maybe it could be directed towards. The I Yankees just I tonight. saw I saw you had the hat on, and I I know they've struggled in Minnesota this trip, and I just I I checked their record, and I was like, oof. They great. lost they lost the season series to Minnesota for the first time since 2001 today. <sighs> uh, that's not it. A six-two defeat. And it was one of the uglier Yankee games I've seen in a while. Uh, Anthony Volpe's made an error now in three games in a row. I actually feel good about him, though, overall. I feel like he's turning the corner. Uh, but the pitching is not great, and the hitting has been worse. So not a lot going on positively at the moment. Uh, I have some questions about Aaron Boone's managerial decisions in this game. Left Nestor Cortez in for to face the middle of the order for the third time. Gave up a double. I would have been certainly going out to get him. Uh, Boone was not. And then he gave up a home run to Buxton and the game was over because the Yankees are incapable of scoring (laughs) more than two runs a game. So once the other team got to four, I was like, ah, well, at least I could turn this off because I know they have no way of coming back. Uh, I watched until they gave up another home run in the inning. And then I was like, all right, now, now the six to two, no possible chance they can make this deficit up. Uh, So yeah, things are not great. You know, it's very early. (laughs) So the we're trying to part. be positive. You got Severino and Rodon on the IL. They're going to come back. They need Bader in center field. But boy, uh, Aaron Hicks made that unbelievable grab a couple of years ago in Minnesota to end that game. One of the best, Yank- probably probably one of the best major league games I've ever seen. And today in left, he couldn't run down that double that ultimately led to the Cortez giving up the the homer on the, the next. That attack. was that was a thirty percent catch rate. Yeah, no, it, listen, it's not like it was a 100% catch rate. I understand that. But that's a ball that if you're a guy who I think he's hitting 107 currently, 
that you and you're really out there to four defense, you probably have to catch, in my opinion. Tom, Tom sounds like such an angry Yankees fan. I was gonna it's say so good. The best part is Tom says it all in like a calm voice, like it's his normal tone, and he's just ripping the Yankees. He is so upset. They are 13 and 10. They're three games above 500. If they were in any other division, they would be in either first or second place. I understand the AL East is a little bit of a tough spot to be right now because everybody's playing well, but they are, you know, somehow they're seven games back in the division because Tampa's the best team on earth right now. But yeah. in any other division, they're in first in the central. They would be in second in the West. Um, and Garrett Cole looks like a Cy Young award winner. Yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Hey, would you, I, I, I'm be, would you, you ask me my opinions right now? And I'm, I, I know. I, I wanted that that's the exact answer I wanted, Tom. It was perfect. Would what you, you rather say be, to those? Go ahead, Ian. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not the host, but I do have a question. Yep. If, you're, you're Tom, would speak. you rather be angry? So, like last year, you guys were like the happiest fans in the world. You're like, we're going to break the record. It's amazing. And then like the last two months, you're like, it's over for us. This is horrible. Dude, would you rather have the reverse of that? Like the first two months be like, oh, God, the Yankees, we stink, stink. And you guys play 500 ball and then everybody <laughs> comes back and is healthy and you have momentum going to playoffs. Because what if that happens? That'd be nice. Yeah, I, obviously, as I said, like I think Volpe's turning the corner. I, I like his some of his at bats. The offense can't be this bad. Um, as it is right now, it has to get better, just like statistically. Um, the real issue right now is the depth in the lineup. Like they're just, I, 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 there was a stat in the broadcast today that they're one through five. I think they're fifth in OPS in the league. And then uh, the rest of the order is 29th. So it, it's really the right now trying to find some length in that lineup to turn it over for the, the big boppers. So yeah, I mean, obviously, you'd rather you'd rather do the inverse of last season. Last season was not fun. Uh, I hope this season would be more fun. So far, not off to a hot start. But, you know, as you said, three games above 500. We're already going for the wild card. Rays are maybe the greatest team in the history of the sport. So that's fun. Uh, and, you know, having a it's, lot of fun over here. It's got to hurt, too, watching Sonny Gray shove it. Oh, Joey Gallo, like, picked a ball at first. And I, I, yeah. I when Joey Gallo picked a ball at first, I said, fuck you. I was like, I was, <laughs> Jesus, Tom. I was just like, I can't do I, anytime he comes. He's like the, my one Yankee where I'm like, I just can't. Anytime he comes on screen, I'm like, I just can't look at Joey Gallo. It would be really awesome to go and sit in the John Boy office and watch a Yankee game with all of the John Boy. Oh, it's probably mayhem. Mayhem. One yeah, way think or the about other. Like, the there's no in anger. between. Either the sky is falling or they're winning the World Series. There's no oh. in between. Hey, uh, but at least with your decisions or your disagreements with Aaron Boone, you can ask him on every week. Was it Tuesdays? It is Tuesdays on Talking Yanks. Yeah, phone, hey, phone, Jake phone a friend in there. You know, you know two people. Just a recording of Tom. Yeah, we used to have a caller. Tom's like, why didn't you get off your ass and take Nestor Cortez out of the game? Um, I did have one more Yankees question. I noticed this the other night watching the Rangers game. They showed Aaron Judge at the game. They showed Anthony Volpe at the game. They were not sitting together. Bad chemistry in the clubhouse. People are talking. I, th I think if anything, it's a good sign of good chemistry. The fact that you're able to, they they took like they have the moment. Of the, they do this at every time in MSG when the players are there. They'll get them all together in a little group and they'll all like kind of okay. win. Uh, yeah. and everyone goes back and sits, you know, so you get like the little camaraderie moment and then everyone goes back and has their own alone time. I think it's important fair. in any relationship to both have time together and time alone, Dakota, you know, that is, that is fair. I'll give you that. All right. All right. Good. Hey, 
Way to prove me wrong on that one. Um, let's see. What do I have next here? Uh, let's go to we had a smiley perfect game bid, and we also had a Spencer Strider no hit bid. I put them in one big chunk because they're basically the same thing. And I saw a quote. Today they both about ended Spencer. very sadly. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I saw a quote today about Spencer Strider, and they said it's like facing a closer for seven innings. Yeah, I, I saw. I just saw that actually a second ago on Instagram. How was that fair? It, I mean, if you, you watch, dude, I literally, I don't watch a ton of like games other than like the Cubs every now and then. But I would, I turned it on when I saw he had a no hitter going, and it's. It's unbelievable. His fastball literally is going up. Bro. And his slider is unhittable. I will say it was very funny to watch Gene. I think it was Gene Segura broke up the no hitter and he like pimped it. Like that was funny. Just he was like laughing, like because he knew it was like an ass out, like flipping in the left, and it was hilarious. Uh, I have ne- I've never faced him, uh, but he's off to lucky a, you. He's off to a very very good start, and was already paid. Yeah, go yeah. get him. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive numbers. Uh, tough. Uh, his perfect game ended on an error. No. Oh, uh, Striders. Yeah, yeah, it was Olsen. Yeah, it was like a Bill Buckner. Like, yeah, yeah. Olsen I literally just it, yeah. like kind of ended on an error, and then he gave up that hit. I mean, he's been he's been really really good. I will talk about the Smiley one though because I was present. Yeah. Uh, Smiley was dealing, and Cubbies are raking. So we're you know we're up like eight nothing or whatever, and then we end up. It was 12 nothing. You're not coming out of that game. You know what I mean? Like I eventually came out of the game in the in the ninth, I think. But like you're not coming out of that game when he has a perfect game, right? So I'm in there and left and like dialed, like locked in. And it, it's a little nervy, a little nervy oh, out there. hundred percent. You're like, you're like, I'm if a ball, especially in a 12 nothing game. So like if you're in a close game, you know, like there's a situation where you're not just going to like all out dive for a ball. And if it gets by you, we have run on second. No. But like in a 12, nothing game, let me tell you, if there was a ball hit, I would have, I would have dove for a ball that was 15 feet away from me. I was fully <laughs> ready to like all out lay out after a ball that wasn't even close. I was ready to run into a wall for it. it the most impressive part of it was so that, you know, Peralta has that swinging bunt. Uh, and, and Smiley goes to pick it up. Jan tackles him. It's a hilarious image. Smiley's laying on the ground. Jan's on the ground. They handled it so well. They both like they're there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Like, you you can do. Laugh they laughed off. it off. But Smiley got up and then he proceeds to get the next two guys out, um, which was super, super impressive. Um, great ovation and uh, a cool you know, obviously you'd want for him to get the perfect game there. It'd be an amazing thing for, for him, for his career and whatever, but handled it super well, super pro. Then Jan wore the uh, helmet in the post game, which was hilarious. Our group chat was very, very funny uh, with some really good gifts of people tackling other people. Uh, but it was great. <laughs> well, it's like you said too, about not coming out. Cause uh, I, I think Millsy told us that, or maybe you even told us that, but when Mills threw his no hitter and Jay Hay, like they tried to take Jay Hay out and he's like, no, like there's yeah. no way I'm coming out of this game right now. Yeah. Like it's just one like, of those things you want to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think we had all kind of been grinding because it was one of those situations where we, we were at the end of a something like 10 in a row. We'd had the two off days in Cincy, like right at the beginning of the season, but then we really hadn't had, we'd only had the one West coast off day um, when we flew out to LA, which is not a great off day because you're kind of like, 
doing the long travel time change thing. And then we had flown back uh, from the West coast uh, to do the, to play LA. So everyone was kind of grinding there a little bit and um, nobody was coming out of that game. You know, eventually Nico and I came out and got a couple innings off our feet, but um, not, not until that actually the hit was given up. Yeah. That was uh that was just an insane way for it to end. Oh, this one. I had, I had a question. This is like this is like our own mailbag. It is, but it's like mine's mailbag. Like I said, this is like I wrote down notes, but some of them are literally just questions I thought of asking, and I was like, "Well, they're baseball related, so I'll just ask them on the pod." This was a question that came. Yes, first. Well, Ian is still the ad reader. Uh, We need to hit an ad. Ah, come on, you're Um, hosting. I thought you could do this. All right, let me let me see if I can pull this up here. Today's Uh, episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. If you don't know what SeatGeek is, they're ticketing app that makes buying tickets super simple. Is there anyone that actually doesn't know who SeatGeek is? So seriously, with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. They're always, they always want to make sure that you're getting good deals. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots, green, good, red, bad, green, good, red, bad. Say it with me. Green, good. Green, good, red, red bad. bad. Yep. Green, good. Red, bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. Big deal, swaps, big deal. We've got the hookup code COMPOUND, $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. That's a $20 off your first purchase promo code COMPOUND. Click the link in the description to download the app, code COMPOUND, $20 off. Keep going, Dakota. You ready for my question? I'm ready. All right. This was a question that came to me. And I by- thought to myself, this is brought to you by SeatGeek. Um, can a small market team become a big market team by simply having a new owner? That's what I, I don't know why that came to my mind. I was thinking, I don't know. I think maybe the A's were on and I saw the A's and I'm like, what if Elon Musk bought the A's? Are they now a big market team? Is that how it works? That's a, that's an honest question. I don't understand. It. San Diego is still a small market team, even though they're spending like a big market team. The markets are decided by the actual audience and like ticket sales and uh tv rev so but wouldn't you think that if elon musk came in and bought the oakland a's in well i, I mean it looks like they're moving to vegas or was that yeah it looks like they're moving to vegas but okay a small market team elon musk comes in and buys them wouldn't you think that he'd go out and do what like steve cohen's doing and just buy all the good players and all of a sudden like they'd become a popular team and more people would watch them and they'd become a big market team it's definitely possible for Marcus to change. Um, you know, it's definitely, it's possible. Like St. Louis was a small market team. and got a bunch of, uh, I think they would get draft picks and stuff. And then eventually they became mid market and like stopped getting that stuff. Like there is like, there's, there's a way for markets to change. And, and as people move to certain places and attendance and TV rev, um, and it's definitely possible for small market teams to spend like big market teams. You know, there's definitely some small markets that can't do that, but you've seen that San Diego has the capability to do it. But great question. Cause Elon Musk buying the A's would be a really interesting thing. Thank you. I, I just, I don't know why I thought of that. I just thought of like how there's small market teams that don't spend. I think why I thought of this, which is another one of my topics can I, here. Can I interrupt really quick? Cause we were just in Oakland. Uh, of course. Right before they first, announced. Is that your first time there? First time in Oakland. First time in Oakland. I haven't really seen much of the AO West. I was in the bushes hanging out. I don't know. We, you know, that time that we played together for a while. And uh, you're I welcome. Didn't get, best time of your life. Yeah. Best time of my life. Wouldn't have this podcast without it. I uh, 
I whiffed the AL West that year. That was 19 was our AL West year. Uh, whiffed all the AL West stops. And then we were supposed to play them again in 21 or 22. And then the schedule got all messed up. And we ended up not playing the West for so long because of 20 and 21. So, um, yeah, first time to Oakland. Um, what a place. Actually, can I say, I didn't, the clubhouse wasn't as bad as I thought. I was like imagining the clubhouse to be worse. I bet you were imagining like like rats running around. Yeah, like I, I had heard, I think I had heard once upon a time that like the shower didn't drain very well. There's like standing water and stuff. Like remember, remember uh, Fr- uh, Fresno on the road? Yes. I was kind of like thinking it would be like Fresno. And for the listener, Fresno was like, there was a, a picnic table in the middle of the clubhouse and there was like deli meat and there'd be like flies in the deli meat. And then you'd go in the shower and there'd be like standing water. And then you would like walk outside of the hotel and then turn right back around and go inside. Uh, and <laughs> that's what I was kind of imagining it to be. Um, but the clubhouse wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. There is a lot of stand- standing water. That's, as you walk, like, that's down what I was going to say. How like about you, the walk down to the field when you're stepping through puddles? Yeah, you walk down the field and you're basically walking through puddles. And then you get to the bottom of the stairs and there's like a hot dog vendor like making hot dogs and then you turn right and you walk through like the stands to get to the dugout but i will say i i want to give oakland credit for a couple of things i want to say some positive stuff about oakland uh along with the other stuff that i said that wasn't necessarily negative the, and the crowd was the crowd was non-existent and we had like we had like <laughs> kids like four thousand one day we had like kids day at the park on getaway day and that was like this is the most fans we're gonna see it's like legitimately being back in my leagues that's like, like what the minor leagues does on kids. day games they make a uh, day. yeah but the um the dugout there is so small that and you can't go back into the clubhouse because you have to walk through the stands basically to get to the clubhouse. So like everybody is hanging out in the dugout and it actually creates this really cool atmosphere. I'm a big fan of small dugouts. Uh, and so like everybody is right there, which is a cool thing. Uh, and we had a great series. So it was fun to like be in that atmosphere in a good series. I, I think we kind of it when you said that you were going there, but like when you come down the tunnel and you go out like through that little hallway, it is cool when you can see the stadium, like how we talked about how much space there. It's fucking huge. Like it's ginormous. It's massive. I, yeah. And like the first time I saw that, I think in 21, when I was in the taxi squad, I was like, I mean, this is the biggest like area I've ever seen in my life. Like this is ginormous. It just keeps going and going and going. I don't want, I don't want to say any bad things about Oakland. It's cold there. And, uh, I don't understand how it's cold all the time in California and that place. And and also, it might be good for baseball if the A's moved, but I don't want to say anything bad about it because it's uh, it's just 10 negative things. That I don't want to say anything. Bad. I'm not going to sit no, here and talk bad about, I don't it. Say anything bad about it. Just shanked them in the back by saying it would be good for <laughs> yeah. baseball not to be there anymore. But it's like, hey, listen, don't, as long as I don't say anything bad about them. It's before the night. That was well put, Ian. Well put. Wait, 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 uh, yeah. We did not say anything bad. I like it. That was very respectful. See here. Great dugout. Big fan of the dugout. Dugout is nice. It's also cool to see pitchers warm up on the field. You know, not much of that left. The no nets too on the dugout. Yeah, it's terrifying. Is it is it the is it the only place is it the only place in baseball with bullpens on the field still? Yes. Tampa? Does Tampa still have Tampa? Tampa, Tampa, yes. You're right. Um, oh wait! What about um? Am I about 
I'm watching the game right now. San Francisco. No, no, they put them in. Center. No, they That's used. Right. They yeah, were they recently. Yeah. Um. Okay, my next one. And this, I kind of wish this... I played it regularly with bullpens on the field, but with that by like a year or two. I think, I think oh, you would that's be okay why, that's, when well, you that's weren't running. You, that's why you went to Iowa, so you could have the bullpens on the field. Correct. Right? You requested to get sent out. So that's what I need to see. Yep. Hey, do uh, you think, can I ask another question? I'm going to keep yep. interrupting you so you can ask your nope. question. You're do good. You think, do you think that – Zach, this is actually a question for you. Have you been back to Iowa since they put the batter's eye up? Yes. They had, like, the makeshift one there last year. Did it make a difference? Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. And the thing that doesn't make sense is that they put it up in the middle of the year when guys have been complaining about that for what, 40 years probably? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind you of, you know crud. what? July 13th, we're going to put it up. That's I think it's enough. kind of crud. I think everybody that goes to Iowa should have to deal with that gold dome. No, nope, well, and, and then it think, knocked think over it's the crud. center field wall when there was a yeah. storm, so they had to take it down. But I did, I did just see a picture of it. So I don't know where I saw it. It is, it's like a, a real batter. They have shot. a real one. But now. The, yeah. the yeah. best part about RV is when that what when it got knocked back down and we couldn't put it back up. He goes, "Oh, we're throwing all lefties this series," because <laughs> he's all about it. He's like, "They can't see it." I Day had game, more trouble. I think I had more trouble right on right, like. It, it was like scary. Like I was like, bro, I can't see the ball. Like there's nothing to look at right now. Like I'm yeah. not picking the ball up. It would be awesome when there was like a white cloud in center and a guy would throw a curveball and you just lose it. It was awesome. That's what All I'm right. saying. Dude, like, I'm not going to interrupt it, you again. Yeah. No, I'm like, am I going to get faceballed right now? Like are we got, are we good? The old faceball. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I had was the Anthony Rizzo versus Flatty Jr. After Flatty got hit by a pitch, Tom might know a little more about it. Tom thinks it's a nothing burger. Tom, Tom, that face. I thought that was going to be like a Captain Riz moment. I know Judge is the captain. I thought that was going to be like a, a Anthony Rizzo. Oh, he's getting, he's hoping to. He's, he's standing up, up for the he's team. He's sticking up for the team. Still going for the Yanks, eh? <laughs> who, who is this impression of? Is that, is that Anthony it's, Rizzo? That's New Yorkers. That's New Yorkers. <laughs> what do we all sound like? Uh, no, yeah, I, I didn't think it was much of a story. I, you know, I, I, I there's a, obviously some tension between those two teams, but I think that's good. I just saw it and I loved it because that's such a Rizzo thing to be like, just like, it, like you said, it wasn't a big thing, but Rizzo's like, why are you staring at my fucking pitcher? Like, stop staring at him. Go to first base. Like, what are you doing? And I that's like, Tony, that's just what Rizzo does for his team. I thought Tony had a good quote after the game and I'm going to completely botch it, but it was something like I've been hit a lot in my career. And like that obviously wasn't intentional. It was just yeah. like, if there's going to be anybody that's going to talk about not getting mad after hit by pitch, it's the guy that is like fifth all time and hit by pitches or something like that. And very rarely gets upset about it. Takes his base. Like he's been a really good example of that throughout his career. And yeah, two Oh five in his career, I believe. That was yeah, said, so. And I, I wanted to tie that in with the Mad Bum versus Willie, where Willie fouled one off and was mad that he missed it. And then Mad Bum was pissed that he was pissed he missed it. And it was just kind of one of those where it's two guys with, uh, you know, they're a little crazy. There's no other way to put it. They're a little crazy. It was a, it was a, it was a great exchange. It was a great, it was a great exchange with some funny words. And, but that made me think of this other topic. When a hitter hits a home run, it's become like encouraged, like 
not encouraged, but like it's become okay to like celebrate and kind of pimp it. See how much you can do to make sure the video gets onto social media. Yes. But I feel like it's still, if a pitcher gets a big strikeout and they go nuts coming off the mound, it's the hitters pissed. Like the hitters like, you can't do that. Like you can't show up. Like, why is that not okay? Would you agree with that take that that is viewed as negative still for a pitcher to celebrate Uh, a big strikeout? I I think the situation would dictate it, to be honest. But I'm saying eighth inning, a reliever comes in, man on second and third, two outs, and he gets you to strike out. I'm not saying anything. No, I'm not saying you guys, but I'm saying, like, I feel like hitters always get mad if a pitcher, like, celebrates or, like, pimps it, for lack of a better term. Ian? I don't get mad unless it's directed at me. True. That's the same as like if you hit a home run and like you're staring out at the mound, it's like, okay, like that's if you if you scream at me or point at me or do something directed towards me, Mm -hmm. I'm mad. That's fair. I agree with that. If you say and you fist bump, you did your job. Congratulations. If it's directed at me, pissed, not directed at me. Fine. Also, I don't really pimp homers. No, you don't. You know, and I'm not really. uh not pimping homers, not flipping bats, not looking at you. So, like, I'm being respectful. That's what you two aren't really the two I'm directing it at. I feel like it's more like you just see it every now and then where, like, hitters just get mad if pitchers show emotion. I'm like, why can't a pitcher show emotion if you're allowed to pimp a home run? That's my only thing. I'm in the camp of don't dislike emotion unless it's directed at someone. Mm -hmm. Unless, caveat, if a guy's pimped a ball off a guy, like, Giving a gross pimp job, like really like him. Taking 20 seconds to get flip, to first. Him, him, him. And then that guy's got some bad blood and he punches a ticket and he gives a little. Then, yeah, it's fine. If there's a little bit that's, of bad blood. If there's a little bad blood out there and you remembered something, we're fine. That's I like that. Like if a starting pitcher, like say in the first inning, you hit a homer off him, you pimp it, show him up a little bit. And then the next time around, he strikes you out and he pimps it. There can't like the hitter can't get mad. Then. Can't you get have mad. to yes. just be like, all right, can't get mad. Correct. Yep. This next topic is brought to you by Lightbox. Go brought ahead. Brought to you by Lightbox. Looking for a gift for the Mother's Day season? Let Lightbox lab-grown diamonds do all the work. Lightbox makes lab-grown diamonds you'll love with pricing that you will understand. From sparky studs to brilliant necklaces, these gems will make her jaw drop. Whether it's for mom. Or your spouse, get her a stunning stone from Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds. It's a guaranteed win this year. Skip the socks. You get your mom's socks, Dakota? Skip the socks. Skip Instead, them. become the MVP of no Mother's Day. Gift she'll never forget. Use promo code COMPOUND10, COMPOUND10, for 10% off your purchase. Uh, Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds. Zach, you should look into that. Code COMPOUND10, 10% off your purchase. Nice. Um, let's see. Now, oh, we were talking about home runs. What are your takes on the home run props that seem to be going around the MLB? They seem to be a big thing now. I feel like the Mariners do it. Uh, the Orioles do it. Uh, a lot of teams feel like have a lot of uh, different props. They've Bucko, been using. Bucko's got one going. I haven't seen anything with the Cubs, but I've seen it uh, around the league. Thoughts? Thoughts of bringing them into the Cubs? Down, really down for it. We have a home run chain. Down for it or down on it? I'm confused. For it. Down for it. I was going to say, you said down at first. I was confused. Are you into it? I am a fan. Okay. Uh, We have a 
a nice little home run chain here in Hensville. It's a nice big gold one. And the last person who hits the homer puts it on the last guy who hit it. And we all, you know, it's fun to dance on the way down on the way down to the dugout. Boys are having fun. You like it because you hit homers a lot? No, I like I like seeing my, my teammates excited when they homer. Because like you're always involved in the chain. You're like, oh, and like they like Zach's either you and then like you're giving it, it to somebody. Zach's like, how do I put it on myself? I just yeah. hit the last home run. <laughs> oh, what should I just wear it the whole game? <laughs> yeah. We get it. We get it. I'm I'm all for I'm all for guys enjoying stuff in the dugout. I think I appreciate the teams that have been original with it. You know, like the Pirates have their sword thing. They look like they're having a good time. Um, there's a couple different helmets going around. I actually, I actually I like, like the, the Orioles one. They did like the what is it, Tom? Like the luge, I think they do. Like a, it's like it? a uh, it's like a well, Tom hates. They're in the AL East, and Tom hates everybody in the AL East, so he won't. It's even no, it's like a, a celebration it's like of a, good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I thought like Tom would bong. It's it. like a beer bong, but it's with water. Yes. I actually did think that there. I think that's hilarious. Their on-field celebration, where like if they hit a double. They'll do like the sprinkler and then the dugout spits the water. Have you seen that? That's hilarious. That's yeah, pretty that's incredible. Good. That's pretty good. The other uh there I actually like the um the Go Tigers were incorporating yeah, the Detroit the Red, Red Wings. The Red Wings hockey helmet, right? That yeah. was but that was good. There's some good ones out there. There's some there's some tough ones and there's some good ones. And I think that like being original and creating your own thing is a nice uh it's a nice move. I agree. I I feel like there are some that are a little cringe worthy that are like ah, I don't know. But I think this I don't is, know if that's it. But it, but like is, Ian said, like be original, like get your own. Like I like I said, the Orioles one I thought was awesome. But this is also like the new wave almost, where it's like, mm-hmm. remember years ago when it was I think it was the Rangers who did like the arrow first. You remember that? Um, like when For they did it back to their dugout, and then now like everybody has a double sign, or everybody does it when they get a hit. Everybody does something like this is the new wave. Everybody homers, and now it's like the. T- where it's like, all right, everybody's got something now. But I agree. I I think it's awesome. Like, it, yeah. I think it's just fun. Like, especially like with home, like it's in your dugout. Like, you're not showing your anyone dugout. up. Like, it's just it's cool. Like, I think it's awesome. I think it's yep. funny. I like things that are in your dugout, and I think that if the boys are behind it and teams are having a good time, it's a good recipe for fun in baseball. And you know what is one of my favorite things with uh, homers? What's that? Is when people are wearing Bruce Ball batting gloves. I knew it's that's like what one of my favorite say. things. I like wearing Bruce Ball batting gloves. I like when people who are wearing Bruce Ball batting gloves hit homers. If you watch me, you know, I got my Bruce Bolts on. I got the baby all baby blue. I got the white with the baby blue. I haven't really broken out the white with the baby blue much, but it's coming. It's coming. All right. There's going to be a time. Uh, that's a warm weather color right there. Yeah. You know? It's going to be a time when I roll them out there. Okay. The baby blues are online. We have we did sell them out for a minute. Okay, we're gonna get some more back in there. They're gonna be out there. You can get them. I love seeing the kids running around in them, playing summer bottoms. It's come summer's coming quick. Hundred percent real Cabretta, real Cabretta leather. Uh, fit better, lasts longer than any gloves out there. Guys like Harrison Bader, Brendan Nemo, Lars Newbar, all wearing them. And me, and me, and me. Biggest name of all. BruceBolt.com to get yours. So we are in, in agree. Tom, would you agree? We're all in agreement that we enjoy the props. Yeah, I, I think my biggest thing is I like them when they're organic for that team. Like, I hope mm. the Orioles next season, I, I would hope they have a new one. You know, I, I, yes, I, I, I like when it's specific to that team. Like, I think the Red Sox did the uh, pushing cart thing for a couple years in a row. And yeah. I liked it initially. And then it's like, all right, now we're on like year two or three of that. I'd like to see something new every year. You know, that's I, that I agree. 
the Cubbies, the Cubbies always did a good job of moving on. We had the mics my first year that we found in the depths of Wrigley. Uh, and that was that was a really fun one where we did. What like did you the, do with Jock? You had one with Jock too. Right? It was a waffle thing you guys had. That's well, was. that was that was um, inside so joke. That, that was kind of a reused one. So we did. Uh-huh. So in seventeen, we did the microphones that we found at the depths of Wrigley and did home run interviews. Those were great. And then in eighteen, yes. No, nope. I'm gonna stop you after you go from eighteen. So you want me to say eighteen? Yep, go to eighteen. Okay. Yep, and eighteen is when we did the waffle makers, uh, and we did we did waffle irons like in the dugout, made to make sure that nobody plugged them in so that nobody hurt themselves. <laughs> but we did the waffle makers in eighteen, and then that, that someone sent me a waffle maker. I brought it down to the dugout in twenty one. Uh, that was a little bit of a reused thing, but those were our two good ones in seventeen and eighteen. And then we're gonna go back to nineteen. Remember when you stole the iCubs no panic phone? Oh, that was Zach. Remember Thank that? you. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, Jim Adusi, I he'll never hear this. I wish he would. Disgusting. Is he still work with the Cubs Ian? Yes. Deuce? Wait, Ask what him. happened? What happened? Because the thing is, so listen, Tom, Zach, break it down. Go ahead. So Jim Adusi, he was um like a vet in triple and he was 30 something or i had to have been 30 he was yeah, he's definitely 30 something but yeah. like one of the he best, best he played he played in pro yeah. ball for a long time minor leagues he, he was a go tiger korea yeah. had success in korea for a couple years had played with the tigers and the rangers in the big leagues and then like was he with was us after korea came back then. to the cubs and hit 500 in iowa yeah. the whole year like just could not get out and he he refused to walk sorry this is a little backstory refused to walk he'd go up there and he would be mad if you walked tom like he's like why would i walk i'm not getting to the big leagues from walking he's the best though like he truly like molded how i like 19 was a big year developmental for me like being in AAA for the first time like it's just like a completely different world and you know like i still carry a lot of what he like well, molded in me like i mean you didn't, great. You didn't anyway. listen enough all he'd do is yell at you about watching film because he never watched film he also yeah, never but like, worked. he also yeah, but like getting season, to the field getting to the field really early especially yes. as a guy like but he also after, worked out staying zero after times. And, huh he worked out zero times all season but he played every day every but he day, played he every single day and he and he's he, probably in the best shape out of all of us the last part the last thing we'll say before we move on and zach tells the story the cups that you put on and like you're supposed to like do stretches oh, yeah. once you put the cups on. He put them on, and Toby's like, "All right, like now you got to get up and do this." He goes, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "No, like you got to go up and do these stretches." He goes, I'm "Not fucking moving. What are you talking about? There's no way I'm moving. These things hurt." And he like he didn't believe. Him. I'm like, I'm like, Deuce, like he's being dead serious. Like you move when you put them on. He's like, "No, get these off me." Um, All right, go ahead. Sorry, no, tell, but he's he was great older guy, but a pro and. He was always, you know, hanging out after games. Like he made you stay and hang out as a team. Um, so he instilled the, you know, when every, anybody was struggling, he just say, "Hey, no panic, no panic whatsoever." Like if anybody got mad, he's like, "Hey, are you panicking?" And then we just be like, "No, Jim, I'm not panicking. I'm just mad." Like, "No, Jim." And then Ian, after a long, I don't want to say long, uh, you know, a few stressful months, got it going again. Gets called up. And all of a sudden, we're watching a game in 2019 that same year, and we see him on the phone in the dugout, and it says on there the no panic phone or something along those lines. And we're like, oh, where did he get that from? You know, and I I don't recall, Dakota, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't recall any shout-outs or any, you know, 
anything from the iCubs. Ian's face right from. now tells it all. Ian's yep. face right now. He knows what he did. He's like, fuck. He knows. I, I got caught. I got caught. But before Ian responds and he'll get a rebuttal, the best part about Jim Adusi is he's like, it's awesome. Like, I don't care. That's awesome. Like, that's yeah. so cool. He brought it up there. I'm like, dude, like he stole it. He's like, so? That's cool. I'm like, no, you should be mad. Yep. Ian? That that Iowa Cubs team had a really great attitude. Oh, and it incredible. was like, a, it was a great group. We were winning. It was really fun. Um, the no panic, like, theme or motto kind of, like, helped that team especially with guys that were on the verge of getting caught up and not getting there. It's a very easy place to get salty and that no panic motto made it very fun to play there. When I got to the big leagues in 19 was not the best atmosphere. And there was, there was, it was a group of guys that really felt like they should be winning more games. And there was, you know, it was trying to figure out like what could kind of help that, that group. (laughs) And so the, the panic phone was a good one that the AAA squad had going. And so I ordered that off Amazon and tried to bring the panic phone in. Uh, it didn't work, but it was, <laughs> it was in the dugout for a week or so, but it was really funny. It was an all red. It's like the, the red phone it was like an all yeah. red old school phone. And I wrote no panic on it. It was, that was a good one. I liked that one a lot, but you, bring you, back you, you could like have, you could have credited Jim Ducey in an interview. Yeah, it would have been hard to go like, yeah, man, I brought this up from the bushes. Attitude <laughs> no, down there wouldn't. is great. That team's rolling. We're no grinding, way. We're grinding up here can... in the big leagues and we're not going to make the playoffs. But that team down there is really doing it. Would, you admit, would you admit that it was a bad situation? Like you weren't happy to be in AAA, but there couldn't have been a better roster of people for you to like – we refuse yep. to let you be upset there. Like there they was so have, many guys in there that you had, like it was such a positive clubhouse. Couldn't have been a better group, a better manager, you know, better staff. Um, there's a lot of situations there where I would have gotten to a deeper, dark, angry hole. And uh, we wouldn't for, allow it for the, for the 99 games that I was in triple ball that year. It was we about tried, as good of a situations as it could be. We tried to get you out of the hole, but you didn't want to room with us. Yeah, that's, we that's don't need right. to rehash yeah. that. Let's move on. Let's move. Where's on. your Castillo? He's still living in that place with you guys. <laughs> It'll or what? Only, I might still be on the iCubs. I don't know. Uh, I had two more things. One, one's a big one, and then one's more of just a. We'll end with it because Tom will probably cut it because it's a different sport. Great. Uh, the last big one is the Scherzer sticky stuff situation. I want to say something about this. Um, I, I am one to always be on the side of hitters and really down on any kind of sticky, extra tacky, tacky, sticky, sticky, and say, get him out of here. Mm-hmm. The telling someone to wash their hands with alcohol, not the right thing to do. No, because it makes it, was, it, it more proven. sticky. It was proven that it literally makes your hand more sticky when you reapply rosin right after. All, I mean, to go ahead, I don't know how much experimenting you've done, but I've talked to pitchers. I've talked to pitchers. Pitchers experiment. Pitchers tried all kinds of stuff. When the sticky icky got banned, pitchers tried everything. You know, oh, they yeah. tried to see if what alcohol would do, what sunscreen, what hair gel. Uh, hair gel. Not me personally. I've heard 
from sources hair gel name name some other thing i mean people have tried all kinds of stuff oh, right they any, i mean what was the big of. thing that came out the melted coca-cola like that's what like bauer did and like yeah. people would try like even like as simple as like uh chewing gum with sugar yeah. in it because it makes it a little more sticky yeah so guys guys have tried all kinds of stuff to see what mixtures work well and like there's all kinds of and different sunscreens work better than other sunscreens. Whatever. Bullfrog, that's the good stuff. Not that I would the, know. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. Bullfrog sunscreen is sticky. Everybody, like, it's alcohol makes it super, super sticky. So, like, to have the guy go down, wash with alcohol, and then, like, that's why the rosin was so extra sticky the second time. Like, who knows what the first time, why they made him go wash his hands, but, like, the washing with alcohol... It's obviously what made it super crazy sticky the second time, you know. But isn't the real problem here? I mean, we're dealing with the symptom, not the actual problem. Is that the baseball is fucked, right? I no. Mean, we, no. Well, you, you I don't believe that. I'm not a pitcher. I'm a hitter. I hit the I, baseball. I don't throw the baseball. I hit the baseball. And I'm not going to speak for all the pitchers. I saw Jerry Blevins, who's a very well-spoken man who works for both John Boy Media on SNY talking about when he came up in 07, the first time he threw a major league baseball, he said he didn't know where it was going because it has that film on it. And that they, he was taught by the guys above him, sunscreen and rosin was the only way to control it. I I trust Jerry a lot more than, you know, I he knows a lot more about this than I would. So I'll take his word for it, that that's what he felt like he had to do. But if, if that's how pitchers feel, isn't there a way to fix the actual baseball? So, so they tried, they tried making like a pre- like tacky ball and i think they stopped it last year in the minor leagues because we it was tried so it bad. in triple a for like one week yeah and they like... said like the hit by pitches were up at like a ridiculously high rate and like i'm pretty sure they're doing it now and one of the lower levels and they're like even now like through the roof yeah i saw I, I think i saw a kid get waffled in the head by world. yeah it's a, the pre-tacked ball is a really tough thing like that's the hard part it's like if you go to the pre-tacked ball, then you take away rosin and you take everything. away any, you right. take away everything. You take away any sticky. So like in this, with this ball variation that we have, and then we have they're rubbed up with mud. They sit the issue is they sit in the ball bag and the ones towards the bottom or, you know, they get dusty. They get this like dust on them from the, from the rub mud that they put on and then they get dusty and they get out there and they get, they have this dust on them. But Dakota, correct me if I'm wrong, but you get out there and you rub the dust off the ball. You have a little bit of rosin, sweat, rosin, rosin. No one's mad about rosin and sunscreen. Okay. No one's mad about it. rosin and sunscreen. No one's getting pissed, but you know, you get a little bit of whatever to have enough tack on your fingers to throw the baseball. Like, so from my experience last year, they brought in the new rosin, correct? Ian, the new rock, yeah, the rosin. rock, it's called rock. It right. is. I, light years difference it's it's it is insane how much better it is than the old rosin actually like you literally don't need anything if anyone's using anything else they are actually cheating because the new rock rosin is legit if you mix it with sweat which is legal because like your hands sweating you can touch your head you know you can touch sweat on your body if you mix it with sweat you can literally get plenty of stick like enough to like grip a baseball so i think with scherzer like you said, I think that's all he was doing. They, for some reason, felt his hand, said it's sticky, and he's like, or they started with his glove, right? Then it started out like, oh, there's something in your glove. He's like, okay, I'll switch gloves. 
So he switched gloves, goes back in, comes back out. They're like, let's see your hand. And they're like, it's sticky. You need to go wash it off. He's like, okay, I'll go wash it off. So they wash it off. And then he reapplies rosin because you can reapply rosin. And like you said, Ian, once you put the alcohol on and then reapply rosin, you're, you're building like spider tack. Like it's literally yeah. building too much stick. So they literally made him make his hand sticky. And then they feel it again the next inning, And they're like, it's the stickiest hand I've ever felt. I'm like, yeah, because you made him do it. So I, I don't think he did anything other than sweat and rosin because sweat and rosin with the new rosin is legit. Like it's, it's all you need. You don't need any more stick than that. Yeah. I think it was a day game too, right? It was in the, like, there's a chance that there was some sunscreen involved there, but like, I don't know that guys are getting like too upset about that. And like, you the, don't even the rock, need the, the rock rosin though. is, yeah, the rock rosin is good. And like, I don't know. I don't think it's a baseball problem. I think that the, uh, I think that if guys are using more than that, if guys are doing the hair gel stuff, if guys are hiding stuff other places, like Correct. that's ridiculous because I think that For there sure. is like that, that rosin combo, like there's plenty of grip. Guys' spin rates are, within a relative window like there's still guys spinning we just faced somebody who was spinning curveballs at 3000 <laughs> dustin may spinning curveballs 3000 like we're still facing guys throwing heaters at 98 99 with 2500 rpms like if there's any more than that out there like that you're getting back into that territory of like why why are we doing this isn't it crazy like sunscreen and rosin was like the biggest thing and you would watch a game even from three years ago Guys would just go to their arm like this, or like guys would be in their glove. Oh, they wouldn't even try to hide it. Oh my god! And now, like, if you see somebody even go like this, you're like, hey, 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 cheating. But that's I my my main thing with the Scherzer thing is I couldn't believe he still got. And I know it's like an automatic suspension if you get ejected for it, but I'm like, I can't believe they still suspended him. Like you made him put alcohol on his hand. Like, and then uh, I think it was Sunday Night Baseball. Maybe it was Buster Only or someone. They like tested it. They're like, here's what happens when you put alcohol on your hand and then grab rosin. Like, and the ball was hanging off his fingers. It's like, exactly. Could you they made yeah. him not just use soap and water? No, it doesn't get it off. If you have enough like rosin and like sun, if you do sunscreen rosin or like, tape remover, what about up? tape remover? Tape remover takes everything off. Oh, that's there's that's alcohol the in tape remover. I was like, isn't that the same thing as alcohol? I thought it was different. Uh, that's I what I when I would wash off my hand, I would use the tape remover because that's, that's what that's I so like I I would use I like if it's sweaty or whatever like years ago I would do just like a little bit of sunscreen rosin on my forearm just to get mm -hmm. it throughout the game and I would take it off with tape remover. Yeah, and that would always get rid of it for me too. Right, Dakota, what's your last thing? And then we're gonna doing uh, Sloan screen time presented by Sloan screen time. My very last thing, and I don't know, may Tom might have might be watching it as well. I don't know if Ian is active. The NHL playoffs are there's it doesn't nothing compares. I'm sorry to every other sport, but the NHL playoffs are an absolute electric factory. If you don't you don't even have to like hockey or know anything about it, it is so fun to watch. I I find it so appealing to just like sit and watch a hockey game in the playoffs. I watch, I will watch if there's nothing else on, but and I, I get glued to it but I don't follow a team. I don't know any guys, so I don't go out of my way to watch, but it is, I remember watching the finals in 2019 when I was rehabbing and I watched the whole, I think it was the blues and the Bruins in 19. And I watched the whole, the whole series and it was incredible. It's awesome. 
like overtime and like you're sitting on the edge of your seat, like any goal and it's over. Like it's, it's insane. Anything that comes close to a goal is just like, Oh, like they take a shot on that. You're like, Oh, I think I would love for the Blackhawks to be good. So I could get really invested in like a, a okay. They've won three titles in the past 10 years. Yes. 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 I just, I wasn't in Chicago at that time. I would love for, yeah, you're right. I would love for now to, for a deep Blackhawks run because I think I would be dialed. I'm not, but that's for me to say I'm not currently dialed on the NHL playoffs, and I apologize. I did watch the Lakers game last Ooh. night. Ooh. Yeah, it was last night. That's I a watched bad that. man in LA. I watched that, and that was that was fun. Playoff basketball. I'm 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 a sports guy, and that was fun. And that's the thing, like playoff hockey and playoff basketball, like. I don't even have like in hockey. I'm a Red Wings fan. Like I don't, you know, I follow them. I follow the Red Wings a decent amount. But like with the playoffs, I don't even have a team. But it's just like you watch Connor McDavid, and this is here's a statement for you: Shohei Otani, great player. LeBron James, great player. Uh, trying to think of best football player. Uh, whoever, pick a best football player you want. Mahomes. Connor McDavid is the most dominant athlete in any sport in all of sports. Is that factual? He does things. If you watch him play hockey, he's the one guy you can watch in their sport and say he's different than every other player that is playing the sport. It's incredible to watch. I love that take for you. Tom's going to cut this because he hates other sports. No, you got to keep this great, in. That's my that's a great. Jesus. That's a great hockey take for us to build a hockey fan base. Go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, I think Otani, by definition, is literally different than every other baseball player on the planet. So I... I would dispute nope. you a little. Um, you don't think he's different than I don't know any other pitchers who can come in and sh- close out the World Baseball Classic throwing 102. Uh, that could also hit then, you know, 45 bombs. Well, and- I think you are correct. No, Tom, but, you know what? This is a hockey pod. This is a hockey no, pod. Those but the thing players, is, they're not my even whole thing with the Otani, and we're not going to get into this because we need to end the episode. But the Otani thing, like, I don't like the argument of, like, he can do both. It's like, okay, but, like, pick one. Like, it, like, like Ian, when you said he's not the best, and I was oh. with you. Like, he's not nope, the best hitter, and he's not that. the best I wouldn't pitcher. say that. <laughs> I know. Ian, I stood with you. I stood you with did. you on you it. Did. Don't you did. leave me now. No, no. It was, unfortunately, it was, it was a good take. retreating now. And that's my point is, like. He's the most valuable. He's the most valuable. If you watch Connor McDavid play hockey, you will see, like, he it's just incredible. He does things no one else can do. Let's do the screen time. Presented I by fixed Stone. my phone. I fixed my phone. I can do oh, it. Oh, huge Wait. for us. Huge okay. for the pod. How'd you fix it? Because now I need I mine's fucked this week. Oh, Jesus, uh, honestly, I updated my phone and it started working. I was okay. like, maybe I just needed to update it, I guess. Sloan's the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems companies at the forefront of the green building movement and provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water efficient products, including Sloan valves, flush meters, <laughs> meters, faucet sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial use. Uh, visit Sloan.com for more info. I need screen times. Tom, if you say you didn't get a screen time today, I know that it was. It says two minutes. I don't know. I don't know. Tom, no, update that's your phone. Did. Tom, check for an update. That's what I, that's what mine was doing for the two weeks. And I checked for an update and I updated it. And then it just started working again out of nowhere. According to this, I didn't pick up my phone once yesterday. That's, that's see, mine did that too. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, guys. I just updated my phone and all of a sudden it started working again. I, I don't know. Somebody say a screen time. 457. Five, 543. 
Let's go. Beat your ass. Well, I guess Tom doesn't really have a screen time. Two minutes. According to this, two minutes. 424. Oh, no, I thought mine was good. Sorry, I thought mine was really bad. For, for a whole day, Ian, shut up. God. Screen time is the only time I get mad at you because you're like, oh, I got a bad one today. It's three hours. I'm responsible. I'm a responsible screen time. No, user. you're just at the field for 12 hours while I sit on my ass. Today, it count. It's yeah. cheating. Yeah. I always block out what apps I use too, so you guys can't see them. You're a joke. Why would I show you what I'm doing? You don't want. You don't need to know. Who knows what I could be looking at? Tom, thanks for staying up late and uh, and sticking with us. I know you're doing a lot of editing, and we appreciate you. This is a shout out to Tom that we appreciate, Tom. And the Yankees will turn it around, Tom. They will. We're gonna be just fine. We'll be just fine. All right. I always love being on here with you guys. Appreciate you guys. That's episode. Do you, want to, do you want to end it, Dakota? Episode 156 brought to you by Parse Rum. When I say Parse, you say rum. Parse. Rum. Rum. Ian I wins want, it. What I do want. you know? I've been, See waiting, you next week. I've been waiting 156 episodes to do that. <laughs> See, you See you next week. See you next week. See you next week.